Friday, everybody. Welcome into Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm Chris Meany. Thanks for taking the time to hang out. We got seven games to break down. I got my buddy Cam Stewart here. It is Parlay Friday after all. Hopefully we can nail a couple parlays for you guys, break things down from the NHL perspective. We only have a couple days left of the regular season. I'm really going to start to turn the page here to playoffs. So if you're just new to the show, you've really missed a lot of shows, but we appreciate you hanging out here today. Please rate, review, subscribe, and like this video if you can. If you have a question there, leave it in the YouTube section, and we'll circle back before puck drop, have some picks and some props. And really, this time of the year is tough to to be making some hockey bets. You really got to know, at least my perspective, you really got to know who the heck is starting in net, and some teams may really rest some guys down the stretch as they're comfortably in a playoff spot right now with just only a few days left. But it is time for the prize picks play of the day. The link inside the description of this video, a promo code there, 100% first deposit match when you use that promo code. So follow the link inside the description of this video. Check out prizepicks.com. You can mix and match across all the sports that you love. A couple of hockey plays here for you with seven games on the schedule. I left the Colorado boys off the board. We know this. Miko Rantanen, Nate McKinnon against the Kings. Good spots for both of those guys today, especially after their last game. They didn't look too well, so I would expect them to bounce back. But haven't really talked about Kaprizov in a while, and what a heater he is on. Remember when we talked about Jason Robertson potentially winning Rookie of the Year, the Calder Trophy? That was cute. Uh, Dollar Dollar Bill Kirill Kaprizov against the Ducks today. A four-point fantasy point prop here for him today. He comes in with 10 goals and 12 points over his last 10 games. That's right, 10 goals and 12 points in his past 10 games. He's hit the score sheet in nine of his past 10 games. Nice solid floor there as well. We've been taking his shot prop. He's got at least three shots on goal in 10 straight games as well. Overall in the season, he's got 26 goals and 47 points in 52 games and 22 points over his last 22 games, right? So he is just on a heck of a run here against the Ducks. They're inside the top five and high danger chances allowed, scoring chances, shot attempts, and shots on goal. So a good spot for Kaprizov. And Braden Point, I don't know if we've really talked about Braden Point. 3.4 fantasy points is just too low for this guy. He's up against the Stars tonight. He's got a cool 48 points in 53 games this season. He's fresh off a two-point game against the Stars. Just the other day, he had a goal and an assist. And like Kaprizov, he's on a bit of a heater, too. He's got seven goals and 15 points over his last 13 games and three goals and nine points in his past six games. So he gets a goal tonight. We're there. You get half the point for the shot and three points for a goal. He gets an assist, a couple shots. We are there as well. Check out prizepicks.com and follow the link inside the description of this video for the promo code. Let's bring in Cam Stewart. Happy Friday, bud. Parlay Friday. What's going yeah. on? Hey, Meany, how you doing? Yeah, we're talking about uh, some uh, dangerous, dangerous waters we're in. Uh, snakes, moccasins, uh, you know, and electric eels. Zzz, zzz, watch out for these underdogs in hockey. The Islanders, they're crap in the bed. Devils beat them. Look at last night, Chicago just lingering against Carolina. They're a huge pooch. Uh, all this stuff, you talk about Colorado losing to SJ Sharkey. Be very careful when we put those parlays together. We've given you the speech before, but you can't just add these teams because, hey, they should beat this team and this team, they're better. It doesn't work that way anymore, I Meaning, You know, a lot of these teams are resting guys down the stretch, so... I guess we got to be very careful. The NHL waters are dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when there's three games in a row like that. I mean, in those settings, we saw Colorado take the first two against San Jose. And then we saw Carolina take the first two pretty easily against the Blackhawks. Right. And then you just figure like it's tough to beat any team, no matter what point of the season it is. 
three straight games with this weird schedule. Usually there's some sort of bounce back uh, altogether. Yeah, the Islanders are strange, man. I did the video for Tipico yesterday and was on the Devils. Try to keep things local, Tipico. It's a New Jersey sports book, but um, yeah, it was on the Devils and the under. I couldn't believe that the Islanders were about minus 220 for a team Ridiculous. that looked into it, Cam. Since the trade, they're in the bottom 10 in, in goals four per 60. Since they lost um, Anders Lee, they just haven't been the same in terms of power play production. Worst power play in the league. It's yeah. awesome. And then since April 5th, so a good month here, they're 1.65 goals for per 60, I believe, off the top of my head, roughly right in around there. That's the second worst mark in the league. They're just <laughs> not scoring any goals. And the flip side, they're not really giving up anything either. This is a team I really liked when that trade happened, Cam. But I, when looking at all those other teams in the East, the way that the Penguins are rolling, Jeff Carter last night, eight goals in 12 games with the Pens, eight goals in 40 with the Kings. Like, he has seemed to just – his game has taken another level. Malkin's back. The Bruins are rolling after their trade. The Islanders look like the worst team in the East right now altogether. They do, Beanie. I'll tell you one thing. Like, they used to be one of those teams that you always take and go, you know, I wouldn't mind having a ticket with the Islanders. It's a nice pooch. But I look at these guys now. I don't – like, you said it. Like, look at Pittsburgh. No respect for the like the Penguins. Like Buffalo's been playing better. Where they get eight goals. Like this is just yeah. like they're they're scoring at will. If they get any type of goaltending, we talk about Washington, how tough they are. Uh, Carolina's a wicked team. Florida's good. Tampa Bay, we know we got Kucherov and uh, and Stamkos coming back. This is unbelievable stuff. So as we talked about before, I think it's going to be very tough for the North and teams like the Islanders. No, I'm not just buying in. Uh, they're, they're going to be a first round exit the way things are going. Uh, before we get into today's slate, I wanted to get your thoughts on what the hell happened with the Rangers and the Capitals the other day. Dude, I enjoyed like, it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm an, old, I'm an old school Neanderthal. That's the, I'm a different guy than some of these new hockey guys, meaning like you played the game yeah. at a very high level. I played when I was younger. I was a decent player, but you know what I mean? Like we did okay. Like we, we, we actually understand, played the game and know the rules of hockey and I think it was fantastic for the league. I, you know what I mean? You're going to do these things. You're going to take liberties with players. And this is the problem with the instigator rule. You're going to have guys that go out and cheap shot stars on the team. Uh, you know, we talk about the Sidney Crosby's had to defend himself for years. Other stars, yeah. like, you know what I mean? These guys are getting murdered out there from their junior days and uh, you got to do something about it. Right. So the fact that the Rangers actually, everybody dropped the mitts. They went in there, they fought and, and, and Washington handled it well too, Chris. Like, you know, that they knew it was coming. Wilson knew it was coming guys like Mantha. Okay. I'm going to get sticked in the face. That's life. Um, that's, that's old school hockey. We had an Australian guy listening to our show. Oh guys, I'm down. Tell this hockey. It's I just saw this Rangers caps game. It's my new favorite sport, man. Like the people are going wild. They go, yeah, well, you're not going to get fights like that every night there, Dubsy. But I'll tell you, that was an old school game. And, if that was the game they were showing on NBC, which they were, meaning think about all the new people who like MMA, boxing, whatever. You could say get fighting out of the game, but in the boardroom, they're like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We like it. And you know what? You need it to police the game or else some guy is going to get really hurt, paralyzed. I, I don't like the dirty stuff like Gots to Bear, like a cheap shot from behind on an empty net goal where a guy can break yeah. his neck. That's yeah. more of a problem than what Wilson did, in my opinion. I'll get your thoughts. Yeah, um, I I didn't mind. What I expected what would happen yeah. um, in that second game. I mean, the three fights off the hop, and then I think six in the first eight minutes. I thought it would eventually slow down, and then you see <laughs> you see Lars Eller and Ryan Strom fighting. It's like, okay, no, this is just going to happen all day, and it's going to be exciting because I mean, all of it could have really been avoided with a one game or two game 
suspension. I, I, th- yeah. I really, really believe that if Wilson was suspended for a game or two, maybe there would have been a fight or two the next day, but not all of that. I don't think would have happened. Yeah. I think both teams handled it. I mean, Rangers got a fine and everybody inside the front office gets fired for speaking up. They say it has nothing to do with that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't completely buy that uh, to be honest with you, even though the Rangers, They've been a little bit disappointing. I know they have high expectations and they brought in some kids and stuff like that, but it's a tough division. You know, the goal differential, that's better than some teams that are going to be playing into the playoffs here in a couple of weeks. But um, I thought Wilson should have got a game or two for that. I, I didn't like what he did to Buchnevich. Uh, I actually had no problem with what he did to Artemi Panarin. I mean, exactly. I thought he held up on Panarin a little bit. I think if he wanted to, uh, he would have really put Panarin um, – it would have been bad news for him. I know <laughs> exactly. he, jumped, he jumped Wilson from behind. I mean, what yep. did he really expect there? He was trying to stick up for his teammate. But, you know, watching that game on NBC, just because you brought it up, you know, one guy who didn't like all of it and was just so annoying to watch was Pierre Maguire. He was calling that game the play-by-play, and he just wouldn't let it go about how bad it was for the game of hockey and this stuff should be taken out of the game. But it did Are, are you kidding me? to it, Cam. I, I'm actually shocked by that for a guy that's been in the game. I'm like, no, right. no, hockey. Yeah. Okay, Pierre. So what are you going to do then? If you're going to change the rules where guys and superstars can't protect themselves, what do you it's want players news. to do? What yeah. do you want them to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to tell you. Okay, so some guy's going to get hit from behind. As I said before, remember, remember Grant Marshall? He had his head in a halo for, for a long time. He almost died on the ice and had a broken neck because guys are hitting people from behind, and those are the dangerous plays. A fight in hockey, big deal. Like, you know what I mean? We talk about boxing and everything else. I'm actually shocked, Meanie. You're going to have it. You know what? If you don't change the rules, that's going to be part of the game. And I hate to say it, a fight now and then, it's good for the game of hockey. It's a different sport than other sports. And you know what? I got no problem with it. I've got my ass beaten up by guys who played in the league before. It's part of life. You want it, you, you strap them on, you got to know that these things are going to happen. And if you don't protect star players, what the hell do you want these guys to do? The instigator rule changed everything in hockey. So until I understand Gary, as Gary Bedman's actually done some good things for the National Hockey League, but that is a big problem. And you can call me a Neanderthal, an old school guy, whatever you want to say. But these do go, oh, huggy, fighting, it's bad for the game and stuff. Well, I see more cheap shots and other stuff because the game's so fast now. At least in the old school days, you settled things up with, with a fight. You got thing, you even things up that way. Yeah, there's no question. Like, that stuff just didn't happen. There was a fight, and it was taken care of. And, and just like that, you, you moved on. But uh, the Capitals are in action tonight. Uh, thankfully for them, they're not playing the New York Rangers, they have a date here at home as they welcome in the Philadelphia Flyers, plus 153. The Caps here, minus 180. The total is 6.5. So the Caps uh, in a playoff spot, as we mentioned, there's teams that are just locked in. They're one of them. They're two points back of Pittsburgh with two games in hand. You got to think that teams are really just striving to have that first spot in the East to have a date with the Islanders, even though it's not going to be totally easy. But as we said, New York not playing great hockey right now. So Washington has won five of six against Philadelphia, five straight. And Cam, there's been a lot of offense. Uh, six, three, six, one, five, four, five, three, uh, the last four games. So the over has hit quite often. Do we get there today? Uh, I'm seeing some six and a halfs out there, meaning if it was a six, I'd feel a lot better about yeah. it. Gots to bear. He's uh, he's going to be suspended. I think didn't he get two games yeah, for, that, two uh, games. for that shot again uh, in Pittsburgh? Dirty play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're already have offensive defensemen. The goaltending's not good. How's Washington going to respond after all that stuff? They kind of did it on adrenaline and, and beat the Rangers that night, which I was very impressed that they did. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I lean Washington in the over in this spot. Chris, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't love it. Like, I'm kind of worried about Washington taking Philadelphia lightly. The Flyers have been horrible. The over is the way to go in the game. I just don't know. When we need seven, that's a lot to ask. It is a lot to ask, and I'm a little hesitant, I think, to hammer that over. I think normally, um, you know, a midseason game, I would hammer it. But who's playing for Washington? Like, is Ovechkin coming back? Is Kuznetsov coming back? Tom Wilson, quote-unquote, hurt himself in that game. I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to protect him. He left. I don't know if he's going to play. Uh, Oshi returned on just what was uh, a remarkable story with him. Great story. Yeah, he he finds a way to – to get a hat trick, but I know he's been dealing with something, you know, they were really shorthanded. I think he just played that game given what had happened the day before. So I don't even know if, if I think everything, all the, all signs point to him playing, but I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised again, if we said at the top of the show, if some of these star players just don't play in a couple of these games down the stretch, there's been a lot of hockey. So this would be one of those games that I would just wait it out and see is like, is Ovechkin, Oshi and Kuznetsov and Wilson going to be in the lineup here? If they're not, I don't know how I feel about the over 6.5. There's a lot of goals, Cam. It sure is, buddy. There's seven games on the board, so we don't have to bet everything. I don't love it. The Capitals are still a better team, but the juice, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to have to, you know what? This might be a good play it live game. I'm thinking Chris. Yeah. Play it live. Yeah. Not a bad call. Just, we don't have any word here on goalies yet either. Uh, we got Brian Elliott, Brian Elliott's first of back to back. Yeah. We'll move on. Maybe we can revisit that. My lean is my lean is over just given what we've seen between these two teams and the offense. And yeah, you're right. You don't know what to expect when it comes to the flyers, but the capitals have just been playing a lot of overs as well. Like not even just doing their part. They've allowed a lot of goals. I don't think they have uh, too much stability in net right now whether it's Vanishek or Samsonov. Um, okay, so Dallas and Tampa Bay in here next. We got the Bolts minus 152, the Stars plus 132, Ugh. Tampa Bay. Yeah, I was on Dallas. Uh, Me like a, too. The other day. I think it was just, you know, I, sh- I shouldn't have been on them. When I was looking at some of the numbers and I watched a lot of the games between those two teams, like Tampa has won six of seven now. Dallas has 10 goals in the seven games against Tampa Bay. They've been shut out three times against them. I think the only reason I was on them was the fact that the playoffs were still in sight. Mm-hmm. Desperate team. Sagan came back. You know, a little bit of a, a, a boost for that squad. Plus money, of course, helps. And I didn't think that Veseleski would start. And he did start. So exactly. I, if he doesn't play, I, I kind of have that same sort of feel that I had on Wednesday was that there's an opportunity maybe to jump on Dallas here. But if Vasilevsky's playing, I mean, that's that's it, man. Say what you want about McDavid MVP and Matthews MVP. Like after that, it's like, in my opinion, it's Vasilevsky. You're absolutely right. Earlier it was Flurry, and then uh, and then Vegas went to that, you know, one-two punch with Leonard and it's Vasilevsky. You said it, Beanie. The guys, every time he starts for Tampa Bay, it's like an automatic win. Here's the deal. People are going to go, this is, the, this is the thing about hockey betting. It is really, really hard to come back to a team that screwed you. And Dallas screwed me that night. I bet them for all the reasons that you bet them. And I like the dog and I like the situation. And they were battling for a playoff spot. I think they can. This is the thing. That last game was brutal. They got kind of embarrassed. I'm going to take a shot with Dallas tonight. You're right. I, I hope it's McElhaney between the pipes tonight. Small play. I'm not going to go nuts. Friday night dogs. Give me the Dallas Stars in, in, in a dog spot in this situation. We're getting 35, 40 cents. I think they can do it, Meanie. Would they lose 6-2 the last game? It was tight for a while. The was, score was yeah. not indicative of really, like Tampa Bay was the better team, but they, Dallas didn't get blown out. I'm going to take a shot with the dog. Guys, it's dangerous. I get it. Tampa Bay's there, but 
I think Dallas, like this is the type of game, like everyone's going to be on Tampa Bay and maybe they rebound after that game. Like we talk about the same team, Meanie. It's like the Chicago Carolina. You beat them before you come back with the underdog a bit. So that's what I'm going to do. A little bit of a leap of faith though. Yeah. And you know, Tampa plays tomorrow against Florida. So maybe it's, yes. maybe it's the night off. Right. Um, because you're sitting, you're seeing Tampa and Florida. It does seem like Carolina's division. They're five points back. Of them. Yep. But even still, uh, if Tampa can win out here in these last three games and Carolina loses their last two, then you're looking at Tampa in first place. So, uh, maybe they hold Vasilevsky uh, for tomorrow night against Florida. Dallas has lost five straight. It does like, man, they went on a, they went, they've been so hot or cold, but they went on a bit of a run where it looked like they were going to get into the postseason. but they're four points back of Nashville with one game in hand. Let's bring in Matty best here. Are you, uh, he's the <laughs> Our Nashville, Nashville correspondent. Yes. Our Nashville correspondent. It looks like um, the Preds may, may make the playoffs, Maddie. but what do you think about Dallas here? This is a must-win game. They got everything. They lose here, and I think they're officially out. They lose. Uh, if McElhaney's in, I love Dallas. Like uh, you heard me on the last show, I think he's the worst backup in the NHL. Um, uh, if Vasilevsky's in, though, I, it's so hard to bet against Vasilevsky, even if the team is in a must-win situation. Uh, my whole condition here, it's really simple: McElhaney equals bet stars. Vasilevsky equals <laughs> on to the next game. <laughs> It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we don't know the official starter by the time we're done the show either, too. So no, that's a little why, bit of a leap of faith, right? I, I'm, right. I'm going with Dallas. I, I'm not, I'm on Dallas. It's the yeah, way I'll lean Dallas, too. I'm going to say that uh, Vasilevsky doesn't get this start here tonight, that he starts against the Panthers. But it, it really does seem that simple. Uh, <laughs> like, who the heck is in net tonight? That's why I always say, um, you know, circle back before a puck drop, because some of the plays honestly do change for me when when it comes to goalies. I don't start putting in parlays until, like, mid-afternoon over at FTN. Uh, and by the way, we're up to 125 units there. So if you'd like to hang nice. out, we'll get picks until that Stanley Cup is raised. So you can use the promo code Mayo to help him out a little bit because I'm sure he needs it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing just fine, I'd say. Well, yeah, he's a multiple property owner. He's no, still help the guy out. He's out at East Coast gonna, now. Yeah, he's going to remember. He's going to help us out, Meanie, in the future. He's always so he's helping help us. Me, out. It, it's like yeah. a trickle down effect. The me, right. and Chris, and Matt, and you don't need to else. use Meanie. Use yeah. Mayo. Come yeah, on, use Mayo. Mayo. That guy yeah. does enough yeah. favors for everybody else out there. Do one for him. Yeah, he sent me a pick the other day in Scotia drinking the schooner. Yeah, love a love a schooner. Schooner the better. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, in here next, going to have to have a few schooners to enjoy this game, I think. Columbus <laughs> and Detroit, the Blue Jackets, minus 143 at home as they welcome in the wings. The total here is five. Oh, I know both good. of these teams stink, and they can't really score, but uh, this is a battle of who can get out of the bottom of the central. We have Detroit here, 45 points. 54 games and Columbus 46 points in 54 games, man. I got to tell you, I was really wrong about the blue jackets this year. Uh, this is not a good hockey team. And I would be shocked if Tortorella is hanging around this squad. Oh, he's done um, after this season. Yeah. Patrick line, that trade didn't look like it worked out. The Domi trade didn't look like it worked out. I don't know, man. I kind of got to lean here on the wings and plus money. I think they, they, they may be the better team. I agree. And uh, I think the over, you have to look at it. I know Detroit yes. doesn't score goals, but if you're going to post a five with two teams that aren't going to the playoffs, it's right. kind of a betting angle. You know what I mean? Like guys, Detroit, Columbus, don't worry about playing defensive hockey. Just 
You think about the golf course, think about having sex with your girlfriend on an island, drinks, the season's almost over. Let's just get out of this one healthy, play a little bit loose beer league style. I think we can get over five goals in this game. And I look at the dog and the Red Wings as well, Meanie. I think that's the way to roll. Yeah. Um, Columbus has lost 18 of their last 22 games. I, I like the over too. I mean, five is nothing. <laughs> Right? You got to do it. It's almost like a principal bet. If we don't win, so be it. But you're, if you're going to post a five, not even a five and a half, I got to take it. I got to yeah. take it. Matt, what do you think about that? Five? Like if we get, if we're two, two halfway through the game and we're loving it, man, a three, two game, we get that empty net goal works our way. I feel like, yeah, five is just one of those things. Like Cam said, on principle, you kind of just have to do it because they're two pretty bad teams. And I mean, when they have a good goalie performance, that's what the new story is. It's like, holy shit, they had a good goalie showing. And then for the most part, it's yard sale, yard sale, yard sale, goals, goals, goals. So the five to me just feels like we kind of have to go at it. And like Cam said, they've got the golf course. They've got other things to look forward to. Uh, the over here, definitely. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, when I looked at it last night, I said, I think I, think I can get behind that. Uh, give us even five as a push. Like, just give us the, the <laughs> yes. six and, and we move on. But both of these teams... Definitely struggling uh, to find offense. You just look at the back of all the games. It's like 2-1, 3-1, nothing, 2 nothing. But we could get there, I think, with two sloppy teams. I think it's possible. All right. Uh, in here next, we got Anaheim and Minnesota. This uh, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Uh, we'll get into the heavy, heavy favorites here. The Wild <laughs> minus 275. The total here, five and a half. Minnesota just really, really dominant at home so far this season, 19-5-2. and two. Uh, the Ducks on the road, a better hockey team uh, away from the Duck Pond. They're 11, 12, and 3 on the road. Thir 31 and 23 against the spread, not bad, plus 225. So Minnesota coming off the emotional uh, two-game set to Vegas. Man, they're very much in play to, to you know, catching a team like Colorado. Uh, they're only five back of, of even Vegas up at the top there with four games left. What do you think? of Anaheim and Minnesota. Meanie, I'm going to tell you. You're doing it, aren't you? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <laughs> quack, 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 quack. At least plus one and a half. You bring up a lot of good points. Anaheim, I don't know what's going on with these guys. They're playing better. They're playing loose. Minnesota off an emotional series with Vegas. The first game where they come back, that game was nuts. nuts. They score two goals to win in regulation. They lose the next game. Unbelievable. Anaheim just kind of sitting around. Nothing really loose, ready to go. It's hard to go against Minnesota at home, Meany, but I'm taking that plus one and a half with Anaheim. I think they might win this damn game. So it's a little bit crazy. I know you got this. This is why you guys have me on, on the show, I guess. Just sometimes they work. It worked in Arizona versus Vegas this game. I just, I, there's something about the situation for Minnesota, Meany. You, you tell me, what do you think about that total as well? Anaheim, they're kind of scoring a few goals now. Like, is it an over? I don't know. All I know is I'm going to take a shot with the Ducks. I think Minnesota, this could be a night where they take, uh, where they go to sleep. Yeah, it, it very well could be. Absolutely. You were spot on last week when, with your analysis about the fact that they had just, Vegas had just played the emotional two game set. Was it against Colorado? They had played. Yes. It was against the Avs, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then they turn around and then they have the, the letdown spot against Arizona. So um, yeah, I, I, I'm the, my favorite thing from this game is the Kaprizov shot prop. If I sit off the top, mm -hmm. it's just, he's on just a heck of a run now. He's cleared two and a half shots uh, in 10 straight games. So you can get that at William Hill at minus 141. I, I do like the plus 
uh, 1.5. Some books are getting crazy now and offering like two plus two points. I know, I've seen that. I too. was on the Sabres last night. I was like, wow, just yeah, that's yeah, by I three. Know. Let's go. I, I see the old two and a half now. I'm going to really like this stuff moving forward. Yeah, that was plus money. It didn't obviously, it didn't work no, out when you no. allow eight goals. You're not going to get the plus 2.5. But I mean, they did their part to score four. Uh, but poor Hauser. Uh, Hauser. Doogie Hauser. He was on a good run, too. Like, good oh, it's not Hauser's fault. The guy, hey, he's, he won his first couple games against the Islanders. It's bound to happen against the Penguins. Good on Hauser. Yeah, good on Hauser. Uh, Anaheim has played Minnesota fairly tough um, so far this season, but I just – I'll probably stay away, Cam. Uh, but, <laughs> no, you but see, your point, see, you're a smart guy, me. This is a difference. Like I'm like, ooh, big plus money. I get the extra goal plus one and a half. Uh, yeah, but I do. I, let's just say I don't like it as much as the Arizona situation. But I think it, there's a lot of factors. It's a good situation. Also, these guys after a game after games against Vegas, that's tough. Like it's going to be hard for these guys to get up against Anaheim, where Anaheim's kind of playing with house money right now. They've been good. They've been yeah, good they down the stretch. And you know what? They've been good at covering all year, right? I mean, as the board 31 and 23 against yeah. the spread. What if I told you that four of the six games, so Minnesota's won five of the six. What if I told you four of the six games were decided by one goal? I would say, Meanie, I love it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. And let's, unders. Let's like, look at this. duck tonight. Let's Three, go. Three, two, two, one, five. Yeah, I'm not one, touching the total. Three, one but three, two and one, nothing. So the total, uh, you know, four of the six have gone under, but four of the six have been decided by one goal. Uh, and to your point, the ducks are playing a little bit looser. Um, let's move on to what do we got here? St. Louis and Vegas. I mean, I don't know what to make. Of- this is what we do with this one, meaning this is what Tell we me. do. What do we do? I was talking to Brian Blessey. I get, I'll give this guy credit last night. He actually like, he sold, he sold me on a total in that uh, Edmonton game last night. It was six goals in the first period. I'm like, yes, we can't <laughs> push it worst. So, like, we were talking about that doing our betting show and just you talk about, like, just the loose hockey. Here's the deal. Every time the uh, Blues and Vegas get together, I don't know why they posted a five and a half. It's madness. There's goals, 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 goals. If I'm wrong on this game, I'm wrong on this game. I'm going over. I don't know what it is with the combination between St. Louis and Vegas. Also, I'm not sure if we have a Huso sighting for St. Louis this game or the next game, but he will be getting some action for these guys. Maybe probably if it's Bennington, but I don't care. It's five and a half. I'm down with the program. Leonard goes for Vegas. He's actually not been as good recently. I think we can get there tonight. I think there's going to be goals in this game, and I would look at the dog, St. Louis and the over, baby. That's the way I'm going to rock this game. Yeah, five of the six have gone over. Uh, there have been a ton of goals. Yeah, Vegas is scoring goals. St. Louis is scoring goals. The goaltending is shaky. Yeah, everything. I'm with you, man. Everything that you said uh, is spot on. Is this the is this a first round playoff matchup? And if it is, if it is, Vegas better uh, strap it on because St. Louis is not going to be an easy out. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'd be scared if I was Vegas. Vegas in Colorado right now, you guys got to get to the finish line. Like, don't don't be laughing. Like, Minnesota's a good hockey team. The Blues are a good hockey team. Yeah, this It's not going to be – everyone just wants to anoint these guys. Oh, Colorado and Vegas. Yeah, Colorado, what have they done in the past? They've choked. Vegas, they have games where they have no offense, where they just go to sleep and then they explode. So, you can't afford to be like that in the playoffs. you got to be consistent. So, I think these, uh, these teams are going to kill each other. I can't wait for the playoffs, Meanie. Yeah, me too. There's going to be some very, very intriguing matchups. I mean, no matter who, I th- Minnesota and 
St. Louis, these teams are not going to be pushovers. Like the Leafs and the Habs, that may be a quick one. The Jets and the Oilers may be a quick one. Carolina and Dallas or Nashville may be a quick one. But uh, Tampa and Florida and like Vegas and St. Louis or Colorado, Minnesota, like those are going to be uh, unbelievable series, I think, to to watch. So, yeah, I like the over. I I think that's all I'm going to touch is Vegas and St. Louis over. I I have the lean to the Blues. Um, Just, again, they're still fighting. It looks like they're in, but they're still not in just yet. Exactly. Uh, and their schedule is not easy to finish. So this is the first of two against them. Um, from a shot prop standpoint, there's nothing really there. I was thinking about Shea Theodore, uh, but he's he's been kind of inconsistent. Uh, and Marcia has kind of dried up a little bit too. Saving all my shot props here for Colorado because I got burned the other day and I'm going right back to, to Colorado's shot props as they're in LA to take on the Kings plus 216 for LA minus 265 for the Avs. Uh, I mean, I want to ask you, can you start this one? Because I, I gotta tell you like Colorado, there's two trains of thought. This is my thing. They want to get to the end of the season healthy because they've been disappointments before Mm -hmm. resting players and getting right is more important, but coming off a loss to San Jose, the way they did, that doesn't, that doesn't leave a nice taste. Are they going to murder the Kings? The Kings, let's just call it out for what it is. The Kings are a bad hockey team. Like they had their little run. They're not good. Is Colorado, is Colorado puck line parlayed? Is that the way to go in this game? You tell me. I I think so. I still, I, it is confusing because you're right. They want to get healthy. Are they going to rest some of these guys? Is should Grubauer play tonight? Like, no, the answer is no. Grubauer shouldn't play tonight, but he might. And if he plays, the Kings aren't scoring any goals and the Avs are going to score at least three. So that's like, that's kind of how I feel with Colorado and they're just too young. I don't want to call them stupid, but they are young and they don't know any better to entering this game and having that loss against the Sharks that you know that they're just going to want to bounce back. And they've done this so many times. There's so many times this season where they have had a bad loss and they just come around and turn around in the next game and just murder whoever they're playing. It's happened so much. Um, To be honest with you, it's one of those scenarios I set off the top. I need to know who's in net for Colorado. If it's not Grubauer, I'm thinking goals. If it is, so who would it be? Would you be Johansson, correct? I think so. Dubnik is hurt. He's dealing yeah, with the Yeah, right the, the Dube man. Yeah, I miss uh, Dubster. So, yeah, if, if it's Johansson, I, I'd probably go over Colorado and over in the game. They'll probably win like a 5-2 to two or 5-3 to three type of game. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Matt, what do you think about – I mean, you're a big puck line guy. Is abs on your – puck line parlay here yeah i'm taking the abs on the puck line even though on the <laughs> last it. show like i said <laughs> the abs on the puck line i think have fucked me over more than a lot of other teams yeah but it's just their ceiling feels way too high for me to just run away and be a coward from going back to it it might just be stupidity but it also might just be like please jesus christ work for me once but uh the best is guy uh, matt Chris Beanie, like he could be our psychologist. Like we walk in the room, he already knows what we're doing. Like it's Cam's taking taking some stupid dogs. Matt's all over the puck line on a good team like Colorado. Like he already knows like our recipe before we even bake it. Like he's just verifying what we're doing for the night. Exactly. Yeah. Hey man, you guys are sharp. You guys know what's going on. Uh, Sometimes we can be pretty dull, but we've been sharp before. (laughs) Yeah, you've been sharp before. Um, Nate McKinnon, he didn't get the shots. It's been so weird with McKinnon um, lately. He had the the back-to-back games, I think, with nine shots. Like, look at what he's been doing lately. When he went six five three six six zero, 
and then back-to-back games with nine shots against the Sharks and then two against the Sharks the very next night. Listen, he had a ton of shot attempts. He missed the net a couple times. He had some blocks. That's just the way it's going to be. Nate McKinnon is always going to have at least four shot attempts. It's just the way he plays hockey and it's the way he's played uh, his whole career. He loves to shoot the puck. I'm taking the over three and a half at minus 145. Rantan's at two and a half, but it's like minus 200. There's no need of it. Uh, but both of these guys, I think, bounce back here. There's not too many games when you look at the back of the hockey card where they're held off the score sheet together. Uh, I think that they both bounce back and they, they kind of just correlate. Well, if one hits the score sheet, the other one does as well. And it just seemed like it was a Gabriel Landeskog shot night. I think he had six there the other night. So I think both of these guys uh, for potentially two point nights, I think there's goals here. Uh, and I don't, like I said, I just don't know if, Grubauer is going to be a net tonight. And if he doesn't play, I think Cam, I think we, we can attack maybe the total here and, and get some goals. Um, and maybe just, I don't know, maybe Kings hang around. It's, it's off my, it's off my board. Have you decided yet? Are you still on the fence? What you're going to do with this? No, game? I'm taking Colorado. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to pull a Matt best. I think I'm going to lay the puck puck and a half and, and it will be parlayed as well. I got, I just, if they, if they show up in this game, the Kings are done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can get Colorado. Jeez, you can get Colorado minus 110 at one and a half. That's not bad. If you're yep. really feeling them, you can get a minus two at plus 130. No, that's more Matt Best style. I think, <laughs> I'll, I think I'll stop where I am. And I almost took the Leafs last night at, at <laughs> minus three and, half three and a half. Exactly. Yeah, I was yes. really thinking when they put Caden Primo, he's going to start. I'm like, oh, God. Um, all right, SJ Sharkey. Yep. And uh, the Coyotes. Hate both teams. Hate them both. Uh, you know what, Coyotes, you guys are dead to me. I needed you in a parlay against the Kings. You're unbelievable. I, honestly, Sharks, Kings, uh, Arizona, what you've done at the end of the season is it's sickening. Like, you've had all you guys had opportunities to make the playoffs. The Blues, I, we talk about this, yeah. I feel like a broken record. The Blues are doing it against good teams. They're manning up. I can't. I, I just don't get it. I'll tell you one thing, at least. The Sharks are actually playing better than Arizona is right now. There's a couple guys in Arizona. I like my boy Ch- Chicharin. Like I, I there's yeah. some guys I like on that team, but they're like, God, man, that team's brutal. The Sharks are actually battling. They beat Colorado. I lean to the Sharks, meaning God, this game's <laughs> you said okay. this game actually, why, why not the over? Because yeah. both teams absolutely stink. And then you, all of a sudden Arizona scoring goals, giving up goals. I don't five and a half. Give me the Sharks in the over. I hate, I hate everything about this game. That's exactly what I was going to say at the end, too. Give me the Sharks in the over. So you know Arizona's winning 2 nothing here tonight. Yes. Yeah, whatever um, I do, do the opposite. I can't pick these teams. Like, I can't pick my nose, my ass. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, these teams drive me nuts. Like, they drive me nuts. I know. They are super <laughs> frustrating. Yeah, they, they, they are frustrating teams to watch. Um, and Logan Couture, like, this is a guy who's been – um so quiet this is a guy who usually takes shot props should i take the under he's got two shots in his last three games he's had Brutal. one or zero in four of his past five i can't get how many home games does san jose have left when is their last home game uh let's see here let's bring up this because if like if the, that, that's an angle i think we got to look at too like these teams that have had frustrating like i'm gonna take some bad teams in their last home game of the year that's kind of like you know in the nfl it's like hey we're horrible but we're gonna show up there in the final week that's kind of an angle you could look at too i san know this is They've lost 11 of their last 14. They have their last three games are at home tonight, okay. tomorrow, and Wednesday against Vegas. They're going to beat Vegas in their final game, maybe. Anyway, I'm taking them tonight and the over. And I, I hate everything about it, but it's done. Matt, let's bring you in here again. Sharkies? 
I don't want to bet jump. either of these dun, two dun, dun, teams. Dun, 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 dun. I don't think I could have said, or Cam could have said it any better. Just these two teams fucking suck. I don't want to touch it. Um, like, I just got to take a peek at the board here. If I'm looking at it, the total five and a half, yeah, the over, sure. Like, that's the only thing that would even entice me in the slightest. Don't like shot props from either side. Don't like either money line. The total's probably the only thing. And even then, I know Cam said no bet. There's no such thing as a no bet. This one feels like a no bet. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you off the no bet for this, for this you. game. You Thank can do you. whatever you want. Like, I... <laughs> I just, I just like when I need one of these teams at the end of the night, it's like, hey, Arizona, I got a cap a parlay. They're losing to the Kings. I need the Kings. They're losing to Arizona. I need SJ Sharkey. They're crapping their pants. Then they're beating Colorado. Like this whole, these guys are just too much. They're too much. Overs to play, though. Don't you think they're already thinking about golf courses? Like, I don't see many. Uh, like, San Jose was an over team to begin with when they're actually playing hard. Now, without nothing, like they might get four or five themselves. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, yeah, instead of just picking a team to win here, let's just hope for some goals, right? I mean, um, it, it's tough to get behind either of these teams. I mean, San Jose should be better than they are. I really, do I'm taking them. San Jose in the over. And if if, <laughs> if I lose both, if it's Arizona two to nothing, Meanie, uh, I'd like you to ban me from uh, those teams associated with them. <laughs> that would be Arizona, the Kings, and the Sharks. They're all bad. They're all bad. Um, okay, so from a DFS standpoint, I think Colorado, um, Newark is Newhook is on the – he's here. He's on DK. He wasn't uh, the other day. He made his uh, NHL debut. He played 13 minutes. He played on that second line. He didn't really get any power play time. I mean, the abs are so loaded, he probably won't. Uh, but he was on that second line with um, Burakoski and – Kadri. I think that's interesting. I mean, he's two five, um, but the Avs from the from a DFS standpoint, I mean, ran in eight six. Uh, Landeskog is underpriced at seven six. Kadri's five five. Uh, I really do think that they're going to score some goals tonight against the Kings because uh, they do. At the end of the day, they still have that that I don't know they, that glimmer of hope that they could win the division. I think they're going to be all systems go here against LA and then St. Louis and Vegas from a DFS standpoint, I think there's uh, some offense to be had there as well. Uh, I would attack that O'Reilly line because he's been really good lately. He's six, five. Uh, and then maybe line two there with Marcia. So get involved there with Perron, uh, Braden Shen and uh, Riley Smith has been a stinker, but if you're playing multiple lineups in tournaments, he's four, three, I think there's going to be some offense in that game. As you mentioned, Cam, you had some, some nice, statistics there and then in Washington and Philadelphia uh, I do believe we think that there's going to be some offense there as well it just maybe we hear some news a little bit later on about Ovechkin or Wilson or if Kuznetsov's going to be in the lineup but I think I was just looking up Oshi too as you were talking it looks like he's going to be good to go his shot props actually one and a half Ooh. Uh, some spots so that's pretty interesting you include him in into some parlays uh, and then Mantha's five four so Oshi six one Mantha five four and backs from six, six. And on the other side there, I really do believe that the flyers are in play with Couturier at six, eight drew six, three. Um, and then man, where's Voracek? Yeah. He's five, five. I, that would be the, the trio attack in Philadelphia. Just attack that first power play. I think it's going to be some offense there. Okay. Um, what do you got from us for us, uh, Matt about Wednesday, uh, Wednesday. So your picks one and four, uh, the oh. under Montreal Ottawa missed by a goal. Dallas Mon- uh, Dallas money line Colorado puck line St Louis puck line missed. Uh, Washington <laughs> New York the over six was a push, and the Winnipeg money line you hit one and four brings yeah. your total record to one forty three oh. and one oh nine. Shot props better result four and two. 
Forsberg hit, Zabinijad hit, uh, Kaprizov hit, Suzuki had seven shots, by the way. Mm. Uh, Sagan and Rantanen just fucked the dog. They didn't do anything for you. 80 (laughs) and 51 there on your shot props, plus 29 there. So you're doing well, my friend. You're doing well. Uh, What do you got for us? You're going to give less picks, I think, Cam. Uh, You say that every week. (laughs) Holy crap. Here's eight picks, nine picks. The other day we had 14 (laughs) games. I think I gave 28 picks. Like, yeah, going to chalk up some losses. I'm doing my show. Like, how many picks you got, Cam? 24. It's okay. (laughs) Crap. Um, go ahead, Cam. What do you got? What's on your board? Uh, first, I got a, a parlay that's 51 to 1. Dallas Stars <laughs> plus one and a half over five. Red Wings, Blue Jackets. There's a quack, quack, quack. The Ducks plus one and a half. Colorado minus two, uh, 290 over five and a half. Blues and Knights over five and a half. Coyote Sharks, SJ Sharky. That is a smooth 51 to 1. So $10 will get you over 500 bucks. You like to party? I like to party. Tonight, I'm taking the <laughs> basically everything there. Sharks and the over. We're taking uh, Colorado puck line. We are taking uh, over in the Blues Vegas game. Lean to the Blues there, Meanie. Uh, what else did I like? Quack, quack, quack. Oh, yeah, I gave you Ducks plus one and a half. And Dallas, Dallas, especially please Vasilevsky, just take the night off and have a drink and just relax. We got to see McElhaney tonight. Give me the stars. And we like, and out of principle, we're taking that over in the Detroit Columbus game at a smooth five. I love that parlay. Oh, baby. I was writing that down. Yeah, it's plus one and a half, too. If I do do the money line, it's going to be like a hundred and something to one. Oh, man. Can, can Can you give me that again? Yeah, okay. Give that one again. This one's going to be a winner, folks. I hope so. Hey, guys, this is stupid, but Dallas Stars plus one and a half over five Detroit Columbus. Ducks plus one and a half. Avalanche, simply money line, not even puck line, minus yeah. 290. Over five and a half Blues and Vegas Golden Knights. Over five and a half Sharks and Arizona. Sharks money line. Man, that's not even out to lunch. One to one. Yeah, no, I like those puck lines there. You get Dallas, you're kind of covering. Uh, you're just taking Colorado on the money line and taking some totals there. I dig it. Um, that's a good one. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going back to Dallas here, but I am. Dallas, the over in Detroit and Columbus, five. The over in Vegas and St. Louis, six. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you with a lot of picks. Colorado, puck line. Uh, and then San Jose, Arizona, five and a half. Uh, so that's where I am going. Honestly, I'll tell you what, like – I won't bet Dallas at Veseleski. I'm saying that. It is a big difference for me. Kaprizov, two and a half shots, minus 141. Uh, Nate McKinnon, three and a half shots, minus 145. Uh, Anthony Mantha's plus money, plus 115, uh, over two and a half shots. He's had at least three in five straight games. So uh, Washington dinged up a little bit, I think means more ice time, potentially first power play time for him as well with no Kuznetsov or Ovechkin. Sagan, I go back to him. I don't mind that. He had two the other night. I was watching the game. He had a lot of shot attempts. Looked like he had a giddy up in his step. Two and a half shots, minus 115 for him. And then the final one, again, we'll just give a couple picks. <laughs> Shea Theodore, two and a half shots, minus 140 for Shea Theodore. Um, all right, Cam, a pleasure. I don't know if we're going to do this again this year. It has been an absolute blast. Uh, every Friday has been awesome. And if we do get together again, uh, we'll be talking, I guess, playoffs, just previewing playoffs from like a future standpoint. We'll get some picks in there. Any final words for me, man? No, man. Love you guys. Meaning it's been a blast. Uh, you are Mr. Hockey, Matt best. I never realized the knowledge of the Nashville predators and, and the, the, the inner weavings of that organization, Nashville, if you're listening, hire Matt best, this guy, he's getting it done. Crispy Terry crisp. Just give him a call. Matt best will come working in Nashville with a big belt buckle. Meaning you are the hockey God. Listen, 
listen to Meanie for his shot props and everything else. This guy knows the game inside everybody. Hope we made you some money. And if we didn't, we hope he made you laugh a few times during the season. I know I did with my loser parlays and crazy picks. <laughs> Buddy, you're going to finish strong tonight with that 55 to 1. Yes. Uh, ton of respect for you, Camp. Thanks for taking the time to do this show with us uh, all year. Uh, it's been, like I said, an absolute blast. And Maddie, uh, good luck tonight. And I believe you will be uh, here on the Mayo Media Network this weekend, giving some picks as well. And they have been hot fire. So good luck tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Cheers. Mm-hmm.